Hey, this is Eric Olivares, pastor at Axios Church in Lakeland, Florida, and this is our podcast. Axios' mission is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. We hope this message encourages you and uplifts you throughout your week. Enjoy the message. Give it up for this worship team. Amen. God is moving in this place. You're good to go. God is moving in this place. I am so excited for 2023. Let me tell you this. Let me give you a a little bit of a um, a warning. Here's your warning, okay, from your pastor. It's time to put some steel toe boots on because I'm coming for you, okay? I'm coming for you because the reality is this. I don't know if it's because we had a two weeks off or I went on a vacation or I'm excited about the 21 days of fasting and praying or this is the Michael Jordan year. It's going to happen today because I truly believe that God has a word for each and every one of us today. And um, like, like Jess and Ryan said, I'm so excited about this 21 days of fasting and praying. I challenge you, if you never fasted before, you are missing out. You are missing out on such a supernatural thing that can happen in your life, happen in your family's life for generations to come. So I just challenge you um, on Monday, Wednesday and Friday at noon, I'm going to be going live on all our social media platforms. And I'm going to be we're going to be doing some being doing some prayer prompts and praying online and also giving you a little devotion to get you through the week. Because we understand that the first day, it probably, you know, we're ready. We're excited to go. But then it comes Wednesday, and then those cravings come. You know what I'm talking about? So we just want to encourage you each and every step of the way. And then on Friday, we also know that the weekend's coming, okay? So I want to encourage you before you get into the weekend to make sure that we are staying consistent in our fasting and praying. And I believe this, that when you are obedient and you and you walk in this this time of 21 days in fasting and praying, whatever you believe God is, is you believe in prayer that God is saying for your life, it's going to happen. I truly believe it. I believe that this is going to be the year of supernatural breakthrough in each and every one of our lives. Do you believe it today? Do you believe it today? Okay, so if this is your first time here, you've never been to our church before, we are kind of a loud church. I am Puerto Rican, all right, so we're going to go in, all right? So I want you to speak to me and, and, you know, say hallelujah, amen, all that stuff. Just don't cuss me out, okay? That's outside the church, all right? That's fine. Um, but here we want to make sure that we are staying engaged in this message because I believe that God has a word for you today. I've never been so excited, so hopeful, so passionate about this year. I don't know what happened. Uh, God has given me a boldness, uh, a strength to really to go for this next season in our church and in our life. This sermon is called our Word of the Year Sunday. You're in a special Sunday that we have a word that God that I've been praying for for this church for your life for the for the for a couple months now and you're sitting in a in a moment of our church that we're declaring for the remaining of the year what this is. I started preparing in October as we were in our legacy offering years. I start I start really thinking about the next year in around October. And the first thing that I think about not is not an event, is not a not not even a sermon series. I start thinking about our word of the year that we're going to declare some things over our life. Last year was heaven now, and then the year before that was miracle in motion. And we see God moving in those two areas of our life. But today, I truly think that God gave us a word and God has spoke to this church for this time, for this moment. You're not here on accident. You're here on purpose for what God is going to speak in your life. And as I was in praying, 
and I was in the word and I was seeking God. What is this word? Because I don't take this lightly, guys. I just don't come up here and give you a motivation, motivational speech. You can watch that online. I want the, I want presence of God. I want the Holy Spirit to touch your life. I want conviction to happen in your life. If there's no conviction, I'm just giving you a TED talk. If you want a TED talk, this ain't the church for you. We here to get convicted by the Holy Spirit for us to change our lives, for us to be disciples of Jesus Christ on this earth. And as I was in prayer and, and really petitioning to God, what is this word? What is this declaration that we want for this next year? And God gave me this as I was in prayer. It was really, it was messing with me because I, I didn't want to get a this like a sexy saying or like this this thing like oh it's just a new cliche thing i wanted something that was real and want something that was tangible and i truly believe as i was wrestling with the lord that he gave me this he gave me this word for 2023 are you listening let's go write it down if you're not taking notes take some notes okay is this there is more there is more and i was like god what are you talking about I don't want this to be like this cliche kind of New Year word. I want it to be real. And he said, there is more. There is more for your family. There is more for your health. There is more for your finances. There is more for your dreams. There is more for your marriage. There is more for your parenting. There is more for your retirement years. There is more for your college years. There is more. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, wherever your life stands, there is more. And the main verse that we're going to be really honing into the remaining of the year, that is going to be our verse of the year. I need you to write this down because I want this to be the verse of your year as well. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 and 21 says this. Now him who was able to exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask, Think according to the power that worked within us to him be glory in the church of Christ Jesus all generations forever and ever. Amen. Can I get an amen on that? Amen. Amen. He's not only talking about what you want. He's talking about generations to come. He's not only a God of the now of the yesterday. He's the God of the generations as well. Are you are you are you are you excited about God? Not only thinks about you, but he thinks about your kids, even the kids that you don't have now. And the kids that they have and the kids that they have is a generational blessing. See, whatever I love how he says it here is whatever we see. With our eyes, there is more. Whatever we can think in our minds, there is more. Whatever we can ask of God, there is more. And as he is saying this in this verse, he says, whatever we can ask, think, or imagine, and then he seals it with this word called amen at the end. And amen means, yes, it is done. It is finished. So he's saying this in your life. And I want you to understand as your pastor, we are in a season of blessing. We are in a season of provision. No more lack. We are walking into the season of harvest. I need people at Axios Church to understand we are not the tail. We are the head. It's time for more. It's time for more for your kids. It's time for more for your families. It's time for more for your uh, marriage. It is time for more. And, that, and we serve a God of the more. We need to stop operating and thinking so small and living operating in small thinkings. When we serve a God of there is more. 
I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of us being labeled by our economy when we serve a God that's in control. I'm sick and tired of being labeled by my sickness when I serve the healer. I'm sick and tired of being labeled by my anxiety when God is the God of peace. I'm sick and tired of thinking that I am a victim when I serve a victorious God. I am sick and tired. I'm fi I finally want to operate in the abundance that God has for me, not what society says, but what God says. There is more. Do you understand that you are not of this world? That when you serve God and you ask him into your heart, you are part of a kingdom that is more, that operates in the more. This is the kind of kingdom that you operate. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28 and 29 says, therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. <laughs> And thus, let us offer to God an acceptable worship with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. It doesn't say our God is a nice rose petals of roses. It doesn't say our God is the, the hippie on the mountain singing kumbaya. It says that he's an all-consuming fire. That means he consumes that anxiety. He consumes that eating disorder. He consumes that porn addiction. He consumes those things that you and your marriage are dealing with. He consumes it by his power that he has only. And the kingdom that you operate, it can't be shaken. So what does that tell me? I don't care what a person in Washington tells me. I serve a kingdom that cannot be shaken. I'm, I'm sick and tired of just being like a passive Christian. I need Christians that are action, full of action. We need to step up. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm a little excited today, so you got to just, you got to just help me out here, okay? You got to help me out because I'm excited what God is going to do in 2023. Are you excited as well? We need to start living in the more, a kingdom that is not shaken. God wants us to know that for our life, wherever you are, whatever you have, whoever you are, and whatever you can do, that there is more. I just want to build your faith today. I truly believe that not only the past couple years since the COVID years, that we did not only get impacted in the church with sicknesses or people leaving the church. I feel like the enemy tried to attack our faith. Can we be real today? There's people that were so full of faith and now are cautious to walk in the promises of God because of society and what we had to deal with. And I'm not downplaying it. It is real. But you serve a God that is still a healer. You serve a God that is still a provider. You serve a God that he is still in control. We have to wrap our minds around that this world is not home. We are going heaven bound. But while we're here, we need to be earthly effective. And we can't be earthly effective 
if we're soaping and sogging and just moping and everything in all our issues. Issues are there, but issues should not dictate the feelings that you have. Because there is more for your life. I'm going to declare some things over your life today that the enemy, whatever the enemy has stolen from you in the past couple years, he's going to restore it this year. Do I have people of faith today? Do I have people of faith? That whatever the enemy has stolen from your life, whatever the enemy has stolen from your health, God will restore it in full today. And as we read here in the, um, the book of 1 Kings, we see Elijah, and God told Elijah that there will be a drought in the land, that no rain will touch the surface, that there will be a drought. God used drought sometimes to kind of shake people to get them back into realignment. So some of, some of us are like, I just don't feel God. Maybe you're in a drought season, and it's not a cursing season. Maybe it's directing you back into where he needs you to be. That's good. It's not part of my message. But it's there. Because God spoke a drought was coming to Elijah in verse in 1 Kings chapter 17. Let's go, let's go to 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 1. And we see here through God's grace and through God's mercy, in the midst of a drought, God sends a raven. And, and, he, and, he gives, and he gives Elijah a brook to drink from, and the ravens were feeding him as well. But at some point, because of the drought, it's said that the brook dried up. The water eventually ran out. If you feel empty and depleted coming out of 2022, join the club. <laughs> because... There has been things that have messed us, our minds, and our abilities. But I'm here to tell you, even though in the dry seasons, God can still provide. Even in the driest seasons of your life, he is still working. We have to be in a place where, where, where God tells us, hey, we're moving forward. What if the mistake, what if it's not a mistake that there's a drought? But there's a setup that God has given you for a new season. We need your faith to rise up because there is more. So then God says to Elijah, go to the town of Zarephath because your next season awaits. And let's take it up right here in verse 7. Sometime later, the brook dried up because there was no rain on the land. When the word, uh, when the word of the Lord came to him, Go at once to Zarephath, the region of Sodom, and stay there. I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. So when, the, when he went to Zarephath, when he came to the town gate, a widow was gathering sticks. He said, he, he, asked, he called her and asked her, would you bring a little water in a jar? So I may have a drink. As she was going to get it, he called, hey, Ben, bring me a piece of bread. Let me stop right there. This is, this is funny stuff right here. This man just pops up out of nowhere, sees this lady, and says, 
hey, can I get some water? Okay, that's cool. Uh, I'll give you a glass. But hey, can I get a food too? It's like, you know, us Puerto Ricans, we're, we're crazy. We're, holidays, everybody's invited. You know what I'm talking about? Like, we're just, we invite everyone. Everybody gets food. But we complain that we have to clean later. <laughs> but he, this is where he is. He's like, hey, get me food too. And it says, as surely as verse 12, as surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I am, listen to this, I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son and that may eat and die. This was their last meal. This was their last little bit of flour. This was their last little bit of oil. She was going in a state and in a mindset of defeat. And, and, and to be honest with you, it, it was granted. They were in the middle of a drought. What do you need to grow crops? Water. What do you need to cook? Water. So in the midst of the driest season, even at the lowest season of this lady's life, God was still preparing for more. Here's the funny thing. This story started with Elijah getting a message from God to say, hey, go to Zarephath and there's going to be a widow and that widow's going to give you food. But it never says that God went to the widow and told her that there's going to be a guy coming looking for food. Did it say that? She didn't even know she was a part of the plan. All she knew is I'm living in defeat and I am at my last wits and this is done. You don't even know what God is going to do on the other side of your obedience. You think it's your last. You think is the end. But I'm here to tell you that there's conversations happening that you don't even know of that's going to open a door to the provision that God has for your life. Do I have people of faith in this place? Because there was a lady that was willing to end it all. She already made it up in her mind. This is the end of my story. But little did she know that God was going to restore her and this wasn't the end. This was only the beginning. And I'm here to tell you today that 2020 was horrible. 2021, I don't know how, but it was worse. 2022 got a little better, but it was awkward. But 2023, 
It's going to be the year of the Lord to restore some things in your life. You are going to walk into seasons that you weren't even prepared for. You're going to walk into doors and you're going to have promotions that God has only provided. And you're going to look back and say, hey, I thought it was my end. Hey, I was throwing in the towel, but God was providing because I serve a God that doesn't leave me at my end. He restores me into my beginning. Today is the day for more. She was gathering sticks for her moment of death. But God was going to restore her life into her life. Let's go to 13. Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go home and do as I said. But first, make a small loaf of bread for me from what you have. And bring it to me, and then go make a bread for yourself and your son. Stop. This is where I stop right here. I'm like, okay, I hear you, Elijah. But first you want me to make, I, I don't have enough. I'm telling you I don't have enough. And you have the guts to tell me, go home, cook for me, I eat first, and then you eat. It was a crazy, a crazy ask. But, but Elijah wasn't being disrespectful in this moment. He was trying to understand where this lady was. Because there's going to be times in 2023 where God is going to tell you to do ridiculous things that doesn't make sense to your logic. This lady was at her end. She had the last oil. She had the last flour. And now this man who was called by God is saying, now give me what you only have. And then you will reap. What we sow then we will what? Reap. It was already establishing the currency of God even back then. And in society, this doesn't make, in our society, it doesn't make sense. Because what, is, what are we called to do? What are we told to do? You need to just take, 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 take. But in the word of God, it talks about give, 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 give. But while you give, you have enough to give more. And give more. We don't serve a genie in a bottle, but we serve a God that provides when you're obedient. And this lady didn't hesitate, and she did what it was told. 15, so she went away and did as Elijah was told her. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the women and her family. Let me stop right there. First, it was her son. They had so much, now she can feed her family. Jeez. I didn't even see that. Thank you, God. For the jar of flour was not even used up. And the jar of oil did not run dry. In keeping with the word of the Lord by Elijah. We need to operate as this lady does. 
Here's the first thing that she had. She had unexplainable sacrifice. I'm going to tell you a weird thing to do in 2023. Fall in love with sacrifice. We don't hear this a lot. I'm supposed to come up here and say, like, this is the greatest day. This is going to be your year. Maybe it might be, it might not be. But I know one thing. If you love sacrifice, you reap the rewards of the blessing. Because sacrifice is also attached to blessing. The blessing of God is usually on the other side of our excuses. The blessings of God is on the other side of us. If I was this lady and this man just showed up out of nowhere and said, hey, give me this, give me this, and send me all these little requests to do, I would be like, but I don't, and I don't, and I don't have this. And I would give every excuse not to operate in obedience. And she could have hindered the oil. She could have hindered the flower, and surely she probably would have died. But because of her unexplainable sacrifice, she reaped the reward of a miraculous thing in her life. We have to live a life attached to God's promises, but God's promises take sacrifice. Hey, Abraham, you know that son I promised you? Take that boy. Up a hill, get some sticks, and sacrifice him. Wow, this feels great, God. I am walking in the promise. This is my greatest day ever. No. But what did God do? In obedience, provided the ram. We have to understand. We have to be intentional. Obedience is not normal. If you are a parent, you know this. <laughs> we want these kids to come out and be great citizens already. But it don't happen that we were just talking about this. We have to show them the things to obey. Why? Not to be a robot, but to just don't get beat up. Because there's some things where you, can I be real? Some things with the kids, I'm like, son, if you say that outside this house, we might have had other conversations. It's obedience. It's attached to sacrifice. So maybe if God says to serve and it's going to take away some of your time, the question I ask is, do you want more? How about when maybe God said, hey, you know that 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 tenth of giving and I bless the 90. Like maybe start operating in that. If you want more. Uh, how about we say, hey, uh, you know, that person that you haven't forgiven in like a couple years, you know, if you want more, maybe maybe you should do that. Forgive. Can I, can I go on a little rabbit trail real fast? Can, 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 can I be real with you? I'm sorry if you're new to our church. Next week we'll have a, most, a more civil sermon for you, okay? But can, 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 can I be honest for just a little bit? 
In 2023, I am not going to be a scared pastor anymore. I've been living in fear of the fear of people, and it made me waver some of the decisions we had to make. I've been living in fear. This church thing is hard. Sometimes I love you, but you're, you're difficult. I live in a constant mindset of I don't want to fail. That's not on you. That's on me. But can I speak honest with you today? I'm done. I'm done operating in that way. I will not apologize to holding you to the standards of the Bible. I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Whatever the Bible says, if you don't want to operate in that, that's not on me. That's on you. I'm not going to live in fear anymore. This is not a secret-friendly church. We preach the Bible. We believe in the Holy Spirit. We believe in Scripture. We stand on the truth. We do not stand on the lie. We live by the principles of his word. And if you don't want to apply those principles to your life, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You are not going to experience the abundant life that God has for you. This ain't patty cake Christian anymore. This ain't lay me, lay, lay me down to sleep Christian anymore. This is a war that we're in. And I'm sick and tired. Here's, here's the reality is righteousness is still key. Consecration is still needed. Giving principle, uh, biblical principles, we still need to operate. Holiness is still relevant. This year, we're not hiding anymore. We are standing because this is not a year of us dying. We're going to stand on his truth. Petty Christians anymore ain't going to go to heaven. It's time to surrender and trust in the Lord. We're not building on sand. We're building on the solid rock that God has for us. It's time for us to sacrifice and sacrifice is through his word. If you don't like me, that's cool. I like you. If this church is not for you, that's cool. I promise I can get you to a good church, but I am not going to make decisions out of people that are, that are half committed. But I love you, and I'll support you. But, a, but enough is enough. I'm drawing the line because I want God. So I want us to live in the fullness of what God has for this church and for your life. So if you don't want to operate in that, I'm going to push you to operate in that. And I'm going to be your friend and be like, hey, you are messing up. You are screwing up. It's time to change your life. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have people that are pushing you towards God, those aren't true friends. And I'm not your friend. I'm your pastor. And as your pastor, I'm challenging you this year in 2023, it's time for us to take it to the next level. It's time for us to think sacrificially. It's time for us to operate as the Bible tells us to operate. This is not Eric's religion. This is not Eric's thing. This is what the Bible says. And this lady knew sacrifice. She had faith without logic. She didn't want to. She only had trust. Here's the thing. Do not let logic outweigh your faith. Sometimes we think about it too much. 
Faith is the unseen. Faith is the unexplainable. Faith is the not natural. But we need to operate in the more. Sacrifice needs to be a part of the blessing. There is more attached to 2023, but we have to fall in love with sacrifice. This lady had no other option but to fall in love with sacrifice. And while she fell in love with sacrifice, God provided for her. Can I have people that are willing to sacrifice this year? Number two, she had unshakable obedience. There was no other option but to be obedient. The problem is, is we have too many options. We have too many options. This over here makes me feel good. So if that doesn't make me feel good, then I'm going to jump ship here. Oh, this online thing makes me feel good about myself and how I'm operating in my life. Not calling me to consecrate, not calling me to change, but just kind of like operating in the love of God which is real. But the reality is you're not changing at all. She had unshakable obedience. There was no other option. What was the other option for this lady? Death. (laughs) At least you don't wake up and be like, hey, I either give my tithe or I die. I either forgive this person or I die. What if God was like that? Oh, you didn't obey? Zing! But he's not. He's a gracious God, full of mercy, full of grace. But we have to understand that we lose if we do not obey. It's already at the worst. You already tried all you had to try. You already tried all the the gems and all the things and all the enneagrams and everything. Guess what? Your life still is horrible. Why don't you try Jesus? The real way. The genuine way. The sacrificial and obedient way. So maybe let's have unshakable obedience. So look at that. The Lord. Bruh. Let's see what he said in in, in 13. Elijah said to her, do not be afraid. Go home, make a loaf first, then you eat. What happens when God speaks and it doesn't align to your plan and your calendar? I'll wait. But I feel like this lady had no other option but just to trust God and he will provide. So what if God tells you to do something and it doesn't uh, uh, align to your five-year plan? What if God tells you to do something and, or give big or give sacrificially or, or be a, a witness and it doesn't uh, uh, align to your retirement plan, your 401k? What if it doesn't align to your TikTok resolution? What if it doesn't make sense? But when life, when we live life with unshakable obedience, there's a mindset that we need to have that there's no other option but to obey. And the time that you obey the sacrifice, listen, we need to operate in that. Samuel chapter 15, 22 says, but Samuel replied, does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as he in obeying the Lord? To obey the Lord is better than sacrifice and heed is better to the fats of the ram. So I'm saying God tells us to sacrifice, but you know what trumps sacrifice? 
obedience. That's not saying sacrifice is not needed. Don't get me wrong. But sacrificial living and obedient living is biblical living. It's biblical living. And we need to live a life for the more. This year is for the more for your life and for Axios. I need this kind of obedience to be in your vocabulary. I need this kind of obedience to be on your mood board. I need this kind of obedience to be on your 365 because there is more. There is more for 2023. God is going to show us that he is real. With un- un- we could have a- unexplainable sacrifice, unshakable obedience. And while we do that, this is the third thing and I'm done. Get up here before I stop talking. I need to stop talking. She had unexplainable sacrifice. She had unshakable obedience. And what did she reap out of that? Unbelievable blessings. If you have your last flour and oil, but then out of nowhere, you're feeding like the town now. Unbelievable. That's only God. She operated in unbelievable blessing because she operated in unexplainable sacrifice and unshakable obedience. When I pray for Axios and when I pray for your life, I pray this this year that the oil doesn't run out. That the oil doesn't run out. Because the flour was pointless without applying the oil. The oil was the activator of the miracle. And in 2023, I want us, it says that the, the oil is his Holy Spirit in our life. I want the oil of blessing to flow in the abundance in 2023. Let the oil flow on your family. Let the oil of blessing flow on your money. Let the the abundance of oil flow on this church, on our community, on your health. Let it flow. Let it flow. There is more for your life when you operate with the right oil. Some of us, the enemy has tried to end our oil of joy. Some of us, the enemy tried to, uh, to, to end our oil of health, our oil of our mind, our oil of peace, our oil of hope, our oil in believing, our oil, our oil in trusting. If the enemy can make you not believe that the oil is real in your life, it will run out. But I'm here to tell you today, it is not the end. This is not your last meal. God is setting things up for your provision. God is setting up for your miracle. God is setting up for the more. This lady and her son's oil didn't run out. It was for the present and it was for the future. For the present and for the future. God has more for you in this year. It is time for us to operate in unshakable faith, to, to, be, uh, to have unbelievable blessings.
Can I declare some things over your life? I declared that this season is the season for our church and this life. That fresh oil of Jesus Christ, a new blessing, a new faith, a new hope, a new mind, a new provision, a new healing, a new direction, a new opportunities, new path. We are not living in the old oil. See, one thing that I know is that the old oil was meant just for her to make bread for Elijah. But the new oil was made for the reproduction of more, of more, of more, of more, of more. I'm, I'm, I'm declaring that God do a new oil in your life, in your family, in your finances, new oil in your families, in your life, in your finance, over this church, over this community, new oil. We don't want the oil old. The old just gets us by. But we want the fresh, new, anointing oil of the Holy Spirit in our lives. God, we need the new oil. Every head bowed, every eyes closed. We need the new oil. We need the new oil. The old is just getting you by. But if you want the more, it's time to operate in the new. Thank you again for joining us here at Axios. Hey, to hear more messages just like this, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. If you want more information about Axios, go to axioschurch.com. There you can get more information, give, and connect. Remember, we love you, and we're in this together.